calling all aspiring investment professionals. Get a leg up on the competition. Final registration for the August CFA exam ends on May 14th. Register now to secure your spot. The CFA designation is a gold standard in the investment world, opening doors to high-powered careers and impressive salaries. Head over to cfainstitute.org to register. Don't wait. Take control of your finance career today. Why would investment managers give away their best ideas? It may seem counterintuitive, but a growing number uh, are doing exactly that on websites like SumZero, a private online community for buy-side investors. Joining me today to talk about crowdsourcing and online collaboration among professional investors is Divya Narendra. He's the CEO of SumZero. Divya, thanks for being here. Thanks, Len. So to kick things off, tell us a little bit about SumZero. How does the site work? It's very straightforward. So uh, it's an online community for professional investors, and we restrict access to uh, guys working at, or, or women obviously as well, working at hedge funds, mutual funds, private equity funds, uh, and we have them apply. They provide us with resumes. Uh, oftentimes, we'll actually provide a piece of research that we can look at as an example of their work product. Uh, and once they're on some zero, uh, we we say to them, you know, if you post one piece of research, we'll, we'll give you access to everyone's research on some zero for a period of six months after which point they would have to repost um, to, to maintain access to the site. And what we found is that the dynamic at work is that the bigger the site gets and the more research is on there, uh, you, you know, it's, it becomes more compelling to, to contribute because in exchange for posting that one idea, you're actually getting even more research in return. And we, you know, we find that for professional investors, having access to buy-side-driven research is very valuable to complement what they're seeing from the sell-side uh, and also from other, other independent research sources. Um, and we try to layer as many incentives as we can to, to, to you know, compel people to post. So some of those are career-related um, for folks who you know, might be looking at um, interviewing at funds to folks who are trying to raise capital. Um, we just think that it's important to let um, the work product speak for itself, and we think that the folks who end up posting the best research tend to um, you know, attract the most attention, build the most, most followers, um, and, uh, you know, th that's how the site's grown. And you mentioned that there's a vetting process and that the, the site is, is closed, um, not open to everyone. Wh why is that important? What are you looking for uh, yeah. for new members of the community? Yeah, we, we didn't want to, you know, we didn't want the community to devolve into, uh, you know, a, a site full of day traders or, or you know, a, um, kind of a Seeking Alpha style community. We wanted it to be as professional as possible um, because we just feel like ultimately that's... Um, you know, for a community to work, for a community to be engaged, folks have to be, members of that community have to speak the same language. They have to value each other's opinions. Um, and it's much easier to do that if you do the vetting up front. It's sort of like, you know, a, a club, for example, like it, it loses its value if you have too many members that don't have any sort of real connection. And so we, we kind of, we take the, the vetting part very seriously to make sure that the conversations that happen on the site are meaningful uh, to keep engagement high and, and to make sure that um, people are willing to contribute not just one idea, but they continue to post ideas over time. So sharing is a relatively new concept for professional investors. <laughs> <Right. laughs> so was, were there big barriers to overcome to getting the site going? How did you convince the core group of, of members to, uh, to start contributing? We, we faced a, a chicken and egg problem in the beginning because, you know, 
if by posting content you're getting hardly any content in return or you're not really getting many ideas in return, there isn't really any reason to participate. So initially, I, you know, to be totally honest, like called my friends in the industry. I used to work at a hedge fund myself. Um, so just called my friends and just said to them, hey, you know, join some zero and, and post your best ideas, and it, you know, it'll definitely be it'll, be it'll be worth it over time. They sort of trusted me, um, but we found that you know, as the site got bigger, you know, I didn't have to do that, and the site sort of marketed itself. People started, um, uh, you know, just inviting their friends, and uh, you know, just even through press, whatever, we started getting more, um, you know, just purely word of mouth, organic uh, growth, and um, you know, today we, we we actually don't market some zero. In any sort of direct manner, we kind of um, let you know the uh, the word spread as people you know use the site for whether it's recruiting or getting ideas or you know helping themselves raise money. Like all those things sort of spread pretty nicely. And we find the hedge fund industry is also very concentrated, so you have a few cities where you have a lot of analysts at different funds, and they a lot of them do tend to know each other offline. You know, they they go to the same events or they go to the same conferences. People meet, they talk about stuff, and that's been very helpful for us. So great word of mouth. Yeah. So uh, how would you recommend that investors use the platform? Is it a complement to other types of investment research? Is it um, a replacement for parts of the investment research process? What's well, the right way yeah. to make well, the I mean, most think, of some zero? I think nothing replaces, I think, doing your own research, right? It's really important that, uh, you know, ultimately you, you're reading the 10K, you're reading the 10Q, you're, you're doing your own channel checks. But in terms of getting up to speed quicker, mm -hmm. spotting new ideas, it's very useful to have a large repository of research where you have really useful search functionality where you can say, okay, I want to see energy ideas that are shorts where there's a litigation catalyst. Um, you can run searches like that on, on some zero that you can't really run anywhere else. Um, so a, as, a, as a screening tool, it's very useful in terms of finding new ideas. Um, but then once you see something that you think is interesting, I mean, we would certainly recommend that you, you do your own work and um, you know look into look into the situation yourself and get primary documents do all the things that you would do anyway um, so anyway so for for getting ideas super useful and then uh, another important vertical for us is recruiting in terms of finding a new job uh, some zero basically um, allows you to leverage your research to um, find opportunities at new funds uh, and the same is too true for uh, raising capital getting in, you know we can help folks kind of connect with LPs, be they family offices, endowments, um, foundations, fund of funds. Um, but th those LPs also look at the research to see who they want to talk to. Um, so it all sort of comes down to putting your work product out there, sharing your, your, your research, because that's what helps you build the brand that you want to build and get to the exposure that you want. So SumZero is crowdsourcing investment research. There are a lot of other sites that are active in this space, everything from economic estimates to analyst estimates are being crowdsourced. Um, are, are we at something of an inflection point for this marriage of social media and professional finance? What's your view? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't call it um, you know, an inflection point in the like, hyperbolic growth sense, but I think there's a lot more attention um, being placed on how social media can fit within the framework of you know, asset management that um, you know, certainly feels like something new. I mean, in, in you know, five years ago, uh, I don't think a lot of large firms were really looking at what their social media policies were, um, or, or really taking a nuanced view. They would just you know, kind of know was kind of the answer, where you know people were just flat out not allowed to, to leverage social media. But I think now, 
um, compliance departments are, are taking a harder look at how they can use social media in a safe way. The SEC has done the same, and all that I think bodes really well for the future. Mm -hmm. And how do the conversations go with compliance departments? Is that still a big barrier to getting more analysts and portfolio managers on the platform? Um, so what we find is that there's a split between managers who work at small funds and managers who work at larger funds. Managers at smaller funds typically don't have compliance teams, right? It's like it might be a few guys working at a fund. Um, and so they tend to, or they might have an outsourced compliance solution. Uh, they tend to be much more comfortable with sharing their own ideas. And, and for them, in fact, the incentives is, is stronger because they want to build their brand. So for them, it's important that they're able to get the word out on how they think about investing. Uh, for folks at larger funds, compliance tends to be a, a much bigger hurdle. And what we've seen is that those funds tend to be more likely to uh, simply subscribe to some zero for read-only access to, to our research. Um, where they're not necessarily posting content, but they're they're still able to view the content on some zero. And that, that's sort of the you know the bifurcation I've seen. And the revenue model for the site, how does it work? Yeah, it's, it's subscription based primarily. Um, people pay us to to access our research, mm -hmm. and then you know we have a recruiting uh, platform as well um, that is is in some ways similar to the contingent recruiting models that you would see at uh, you know a typical head, headhunter, but. The, the difference is, again, that you know, rather than um, a recruiter simply passing your resume to a fund, uh, you know, we're able to show kind of that person's track record, their research, to, to, to get that the person who's hiring more information about that analyst or that recruit. And finally, how, how big can the site get? Is there a natural limit to the number of analysts that you have before the quality of the ideas yeah. begins to decline? We've actually found that the quality of the research has gotten higher as we've scaled because I think more and more people see the site as a reputation building tool and not just as um, you know uh, uh, you know kind of a, a fun one-off thing to do but but really a place to build a track record um, and and I think that's because they've seen that more people are viewing their content so if if you're in the spotlight that much more you're, you're going to be more careful as to what you share um, and your reputation is on the line right your name is associated with your posting so really you don't want to say something or you know, be on the record um, in a transparent community like Sun Zero, saying something that you don't actually believe or or isn't actually very compelling. So I think the quality has actually gone up in terms of the number of of members. Um, there is a limit to the number of contributing members mm -hmm. that that you know could feasibly uh, post because you know there are only so many professional investors out there. But I think in terms of the you know the the, the size of the the community of folks who would potentially want access to that information, that's very very large. Mm -hmm. So, great. Divya, thanks for joining us and thanks for watching. Copyright 2014 CFA Institute. This program is designed to give accurate and authoritative information in regard to the subject matter covered. It is distributed with the understanding that CFA Institute is not engaged in rendering legal, accounting, tax, investment, or other expert advice. If legal advice or other expert assistance is required, the services of a competent professional should be sought.